Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Countryfied UK podcast, brought to you all the way from the United Kingdom, bringing you your weekly fix of everything country. And now your hosts, Alex and Blaine. Hey guys, welcome to Countryfied UK's podcast, episode number eight. We're getting along. Number eight. Number eight. I'm Alex and I'm joined by with my boy Bloon. What up, guys? Uh, I can't believe we're on eight already. Yeah. We're eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's crazy. Two months. That's wow. quick math, sorry there. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. That really did take us too long to work out. Oh. Well, today we've got a good show. Um, we've got an interview by Tracy Lynn, um, or with Tracy Lynn, not by Tracy Lynn. We made the interview. She just joined us. Um, that's a, it was a good interview, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was good fun. Um, she's straight to the point. Yeah, she's absolutely. Straight, like She answered the questions and some. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, yeah, like That's what I liked. It was just like, just it wasn't them, just a small description. It just was one of them people that we love, like that you would just, you can just talk to. Yeah. Like, like we said, someone that like if we ever met her, be perfect. Um, yeah, quality life yeah. of the party by the sounds of it. And also, she said we it. can be in her music video as well. I'll yeah. tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna be all over the world at this rate. Featured feature length actors. Yeah, uh, gonna have a resume the size of God knows what. I know it's gonna be awesome. Um, and then uh, we have our independent artist who is from Scotland as well. That is awesome. That is Dixie Lang, and uh, we're going to be playing her song, Having a Real Good Time. Absolutely. Um, Dixie got in contact. We got back in contact with her, and she sent the music across and instantly just fell in love with it. Um, it is just a real, true, country-like twang and vibe to the music. And it's amazing that someone from Scotland is producing like that type of music that you would yeah. essentially hear many years ago. It's very like old-school vibes but looking forward to closing out the show with that later on and talking about uh dixie's song it's awesome that countryfied uk is hitting scotland as well yeah i mean we knew it would go over in america so yeah it's funny because like obviously we get like all the analytics of like the podcast who listens whereabouts in the world thank you (laughs) you know i could barely count up to like (laughs) eight before (laughs) and yes i'm pulling out words like these but yeah, we like where we see all these stats and like the numbers that like do the listens on the podcast and YouTube videos and just like That's absolutely awesome. amazed by it and so thankful that people's yeah. listening. Thank you so much. But like we're hitting people from like America, Canada, and England are like the main targets there. Oh, yeah. But there's people like someone's listened in Kenya. Yeah. I know. And, and if you if you're listening to this, we love you. Thank yeah. you so much. I mean <laughs> Yeah, just two two lads from like the northeast of England just doing yeah. a podcast about country music where country music isn't like massive up here uh, at all. So cool. And we have a guy or girl in Kenya listening and there's like Holland, France, like all these countries. Mexico. Where, yeah, like just generally loads That's of so places. Cool. And then like it breaks it down. So it tells you in America where about these people are listening and they're like Bronx and Brooklyn and like all the way to Texas up to like Seattle. It's insane. Like the reach. Yeah, I suppose it's, it's just the like benefit of living in the 21st century. I know. It's so cool. I love it. Um, 
And uh, we're going to be talking about our trip to Blackpool as well, to the yeah. Country Music Festival. We're so excited about that. We've got so not, so not this plans. weekend. Not this weekend. Not next weekend, but it, the weekend after. Uh, 3rd, 4th and 5th of September, Blackpool uh, Country Music Festival. That's going to be so awesome. I cannot wait. And uh, hopefully we'll get the meet up with uh, Tommy Atkins again yeah. and have a good chat with him. There's quite a few people on that list that uh quite looking forward to meeting up and yeah. seeing him perform. Uh, even down to like the DJ Matt uh, Matt Sprocklin. So for like all those in England, um, he hosts like con- like one of the mainstream country radios here, and he just looks like such a cool fella. And I've heard good things about him. So looking forward to maybe sharing a few drinks with him as well, picking his brain. Yeah, that would be good. Um, and then also back by popular demand, we have our um, what I can't even think of the word right uh, now. Two, two truths, one lie. Two truths, one lie. That's of the challenge. Yeah, the challenge. Uh, uh, in so, which I'm leading, I believe. Yes, uh, three, two, I think it was. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. When people said, oh, they really enjoyed that and wanted it to come back, I was just like, do you know what? Yeah, I want to redeem myself from yeah. this. You want to see I, if you can break this Yeah, I, Well, I think I've got you this time. Like, uh, we'll wait and see. Because yeah, I've got a good poker face as well. Uh, but I think yeah, it's good. Gaga. It's, uh, it's it's all good because I think it's a good chance for people to get to know us a bit better as well. And for us to get to know each other a bit better because like last week, we're saying stuff that we didn't even know about each other. Yeah. And that's after like seven years. So yeah, it's all, it's good for all parties. Turning down, swimming with dolphins and all that jazz and then getting yeah. splashed by them because you offended them. Yeah. Um, and uh, just one Still thing. Still never I regretted that. <laughs> no. I, I, I don't want to swim I never really fish. say like yeah I know they're mammals but big fish alright they'd smell well yeah the. I mean they probably think the same of you to be fair they might go ugh yeah human they'll probably just laugh yeah. that's what they like aren't they what is it what they like <laughs> it's not a bad impression you sound a bit like Peter Griffin though <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, anyway back to country um, first of all actually I do we did say um a guy from our football team did ask if we would uh, mention his name on this podcast and then he would be a listener for life and that would be the almighty Scott Burgess. Yeah, and shout out Luke Robinson. <laughs> yeah, Luke Robinson as well, uh, who was a big country fan, um, which we found out recently, so uh, buzzing about that. But uh, hey guys, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, you, you say our like, football team and unfortunately like, we've been playing for so many years and the team's now come to an end. Yeah. Um, everyone else has got like commitments and stuff, so... But we're still going to train together, hopefully. Yeah, still train. And that used to consume our Saturdays. So now, for the sake of Countryfied UK <laughs> and, like, the growth of us, Saturday. and, like, we can focus most of our attention on weekends on, like, Countryfied UK as well. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's yeah. maybe a blessing in disguise. So shout out to all them boys at uh, Ash and Oaks, Oaks FC. Oaks you know who you are. And uh, <laughs> cheers for listening, boys. Get up the oaks. Um, so, yeah, just we needed to say that. Uh, and also, finally, with uh, that as well, we've got Blaine's Country News. Yeah. Um, I am not going to lie. I'm not going to play that uh, little jingle. jingle at the start again. <laughs> that, like, how many attempts did it take for us to play that? Because I was laughing every time uh, yeah. we had to stop. So, <laughs> yeah, once you start laughing, you set me off, and then it took ages. Uh, so, yeah, we're not doing that again. Oh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Blackpool. Yeah, I'm so excited for Blackpool. I like I'm looking forward to the drive there cuz so we got the flog that we're going to do. So, so I've got like three more three more working shifts left at work and I'm off for three weeks. Ugh. I've got three festivals in three weeks. 
like up and down the country. Um, black, like three different genres as well. So next weekend, I'm at like a a pop concert with like Peter Andre, Steps, Tom Kitten, all these ones like you grew up with. Mm-hmm. The week after <laughs> is country music. The week after that, it's like grime music, hip hop, drill music, like down London. So really looking forward to Blackpool. Um, it's starting to get like, this will be our first event that we've covered. Starting to get real like, start buying equipment, start writing up lists yeah. of like content, different ideas that we've got. I was saying that Alex, I was watching the darts on the TV the other night because show the age there. And yeah, it was at the uh, Blackpool Winter Gardens yeah, and that's, that's where the concert is. And what a fantastic venue that looks at the end. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah, so excited it, for it. It's going to be so cool. The fact that we're going to be like press there as well. Um, so not only do we get to meet a load of different people, but we get to do our own thing as well. Like, uh, like com- basically com- uh, completely plug Countryfied UK. Um, I love the idea because uh, I'm got. I haven't told you this yet, but I've got a plaque coming, um, which has hashtag Countryfied UK. So I want to find load of people to take some photos uh, with us with this uh, plaque saying hashtag Countryfied UK. And uh, it's that like that's our challenge, isn't it? That was our challenge. Like, so people are just going to come up to us. We'll have the plaque. Best picture wins, yeah, and that includes artists that. as well. Yeah, like, artists get yourselves involved. Uh, Really looking forward to that. When you own, uh, when you own CD, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky, we might even sign your own CD. Yeah. <laughs> but looking forward not just to the concert, but like just to the whole weekend. It's going to be some time away. Yeah, uh, we've got like Blackpool. You've never been before. Never been to Blackpool, and I went when I was a kid. So I've heard good, bad things about Blackpool. So going with quite an open mind, but we'll wait and see what it's all about. I think it's going to be quality. I think it's just going to be such a laugh and something just it's going to be something to remember by like depending on how far country far uk goes and the growth of it this will always be like a milestone for us yeah um i mean we're so grateful for the organizers for um like having us come along as press um like a huge thanks to them um this is going to be basically a memory for us uh for countryfied uk so we're really really in my eyes it's like a starting point yeah um because at the minute, we've not actually interviewed somebody face-to-face. No. It's been through Zoom. And through Zoom, it's good because you can Zoom, connect Zoom. Like you can connect to people from all around the world. Yeah. However, it's, it's a bit same. hard because like there's like sometimes if they're talking and then you're ready to go into like the next question, but like you don't know if they're quite finished yet because you can't gauge because there might be a bit of a, like, a time lap. Um so yeah, it's gonna be good, like face to face, and like we say, we can do some challenges with these people, like in person. Yeah, like Alex is a big drinker, so I'm gonna get him like down in pints with people. So we win the challenges on them once. I was gonna, I was gonna say, is ch- challenge accepted? <laughs> Day as you said, on. as you said in that interview with Tracy Lynn, if it's got a percentage, I'm in. <laughs> but no, and once again like it's going to open like many doors and many opportunities and stuff this because as alex mentioned in the introduction before the british country music association awards mm. which are in november in 2021 yeah um, down london so we're hoping to contact the um organizers yeah. and see if we're able to attend as press and again some of these artists will be up for an awards that's performing in blackpool and there's a whole load more and we're just hoping to go down there and just cover the whole like award ceremony. And then on the Sunday, there is a um, 
artist showcase and the Sunday like rounds. So hopefully we can get down there. If not, we might just go down in we'll the tent because anyway. it yeah. actually falls in between both our birthdays. Yeah. So if anyone wants to buy us tickets for our birthdays, please go ahead. Um, but another good thing about that one as well is that we can maybe even do a live Instagram yeah. or live YouTube or something of what's going on there. So you guys get to go onto our page and follow the awards going on. And um, our, our friend that we like to call her now, Charlotte uh, Young, um, we are putting our foot for Charlotte Young to be nominated for an award because she is awesome. So good. Very talented. Oh, absolutely. And she's performing down London, if I remember rightly. Yeah, she's got some um, But yeah, it's it's a great chance for like British country music to like have these events yeah. and to be showcasing and like putting a spotlight on like these people's talents and that because um, we had many people like that in, like ask us on Instagram, like from America, like what is the country music scene like in Britain and stuff? And this one guy had contacted us and I was like, it's, it's starting to grow. It's like, yeah. if I'm honest, it's not massive as such yet. No. It's, just, it's a growing market, but it's getting bigger and stronger every year. It's not year. Nashville. And then as soon as he mentioned that, we made the announcement that we were attending like the British uh, Country Music Festival in Blackpool. Yeah. And like we posted up the lineup and he was like, oh, wow. He's like, you were right. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> of, course, like, of course we were, mate. <laughs> but it's just like a chance for us to like help push this movement forward. Definitely. And like we're honoured to be given like the opportunities for stuff like this. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of talents, should we uh, play Tracy Lynn's interview? Most definitely. Looking forward to listening back at this again, because uh, she was a lot of fun. Tell you what, I don't think I've ever met anyone who answers them rapid response questions as, as quick as she, as she does. Did. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely listen out to that one at the end, guys. She was class. But uh, here's Tracy Lynn. We're now joined by Tracy Lynn, um, who's going to be answering a few questions for us today. Uh, thanks for joining us, Tracy Lynn. Yeah, thanks, Alex and Blaine, for having me. I'm super excited to be on Countrified UK. Thank you. Honestly, it, it's great to get you. Obviously, we missed you last week because uh, obviously things just get so busy, which we completely understand. Um, but we're so glad to have you here. I would say tonight or this afternoon, depending on what time is it with you? Um, it is about 3 p.m. Oh, that's not bad. That's a good, yeah. good, good time of the day. But, yeah, uh, it is. Just got done with my walk, wrapping things up for the day, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, great. Um, I was going to say, when we were just chatting before, it's like, uh, it's nice and light where you are, but it's nice and dark where we are. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's the best thing about being uh, thousands of miles away, that you get the little different sceneries. Yeah, no, exactly. I'll have to make my way over to uh, Newcastle sooner than later. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's but, an eye-opener. It's definitely an eye-opener. It's a great, yeah. great city. Great city. But uh, some interesting people. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, we're, we're the normal ones in Newcastle. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's saying Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Tracy Lynn, I've got a few questions for you. We're going to just kind of fire them at you and just give your honest answers, uh, as, honest yeah, as, you, as honest as you'd like to be, actually. Um, so, nice and simple. Where did it all begin for yourself? Um, so, I've definitely been asked this question before. My answer always is kind of the same. There wasn't really per se like a specific time and place where like 
I'd like to say a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was definitely like an accumulation, like over the years, like growing up, I was always, you know, doing talent shows or singing the Star Spangled Banner uh, or national anthem for whether it was like a, a baseball game, a football game, basketball game. I was kind of thrown right into it. And I think part of that was because my, um, my dad was heavily involved with music as well. Um, it was just something he always surrounded himself with. So naturally I was always surrounded by it as well. And just over the years, it wasn't really a thing I decided that I wanted to do. It was more of a thing that I realized I, I couldn't live without doing, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So you, you basically come from a massive, like musical background, like I've taken your family are very talented as well. Uh, well, I wouldn't say massive musically, uh, Musical background, I would say my dad, you know, he was like heavily involved with it in the sense of like he had his boy band, you know, growing up and he was always like in different bands, performing places. Um, he actually proposed to my mom at one of like his little concerts, nothing big, but and he dropped. Um, I don't remember where it was or the exact date, but he still has the sheet where basically their backdrop at the concert was this giant sheet that he wrote on it like. Denise, will you marry me? And that sheet dropped and he still has it like wrapped up in the attic somewhere. I'm so Um, glad she said yes. I know, right? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But yeah, so once again, it wasn't really just a, oh, I remember, you know, on this day at this, this specific time, this happened and I just knew. It was just a, you know, I grew with it and I quickly realized it was something that I didn't want to, I didn't want to not do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. like apart from like your dad and stuff, did you have any other musical inspirations when you were growing up? Like, was there a certain artist that you would look to and try and like emulate? Um, to be honest, my dad was like, so the man owns like 10 banjos. So the music I was more so surrounded by was uh, heavily influenced by like bluegrass. So if you guys are familiar with that, like more nickel creek and i love a good banjo but i knew that that wasn't really the direction i wanted to take um so as far as growing up musical influences i mean i there wasn't one specific one i mean my mom was big on melissa etheridge and then my dad was big on nickel creek like bluegrass so it was kind of like across the board like different genres of music coming at all different angles growing up it wasn't one specific like Oh, country or, Oh, it was rock and roll. Um, now I'm obviously country and I love country. That's the nearest and dearest to my heart. But I think it was like one of those things that was kind of important to be surrounded by all this different kinds and styles and shapes of music, because it allowed me to really pick and choose which one best suited me and what sat with me and resonated with me the best. Yeah. So, well, going off that, when, when would you say that uh, you could turn your passion of music into like a career? You're saying that you done com- like uh, competitions, like t- talent shows. So when did that all kind of start when you realized you could like, Oh, I can actually say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess like, as far as like turning it into an actual career, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Like, Full time. Yeah. Was there uh, like, yeah, one so- like moment in like one like specific point that you can remember where you thought this could actually like, I can make money from doing this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, and there was a specific moment when that happened. Um, basically growing up, um, like I said, I, I grew up performing in front of crowds. I kid you not guys, like since I was maybe five years old, um, 
And then I would say the last, so I moved to Nashville about two years ago. And the reason I moved to Nashville is because, okay, I'm trying to make this make sense without it being like blotchy. I had a band back in Virginia, which is where I'm originally from. Um, And I would perform a lot around there, the Hampton Roads areas in specific, like where I'm from. But when, and I would travel back and forth from Nashville, like to and from Nashville, probably since I was about 10 years old. Um, Because I realized I would say around like, maybe not 10, around 11, 12 years old, I realized I wanted to do country. And obviously that would entail me having to move to Nashville if I wanted to be serious about it. And obviously at 12 years old, I'm not going to move to Nashville full time. Um, that just, that was not in the cards. So I would constantly be going back and forth. And during that process of going back and forth, I was recording with um, a producer, his name is Luke Wooten, who um, I, I would cut demos with. Uh, basically, they weren't really, they weren't my songs. It was more so just getting my name, getting in the studio, getting the feel of it and having something, a CD, you guys remember those things, having a CD that I could just, (laughs) right, what are those things? Uh, Having a hard piece of, I guess, call it evidence, I don't know, something that I could hand out to people if they wanted to hear what I sounded like. Like, here's this demo, and I think the songs on that demo originally were Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson, and I Wonder by Kelly Pickler. And I want to say there was one other, Um, but I would hand those out. Anyways, Fast forward to about two, two and a half years ago, I get a phone call um, from Luke, my producer now, saying that, you know, he wanted to work with me full time. And so at that point, I had just, I was just about to get married. And I was like, well, first I need to get married and then I need to move there. But my husband, for the longest time, would not move to Nashville unless I had some sort of opportunity present itself. And so I was like, okay, give me like a month and I'm going to make an opportunity present itself. So Luke reached out, we got in contact. And at that point in time, it was like, let's get married and pack up our life and cross our fingers for the best. And let's go to Nashville. And I think more importantly, the reason I did that is I didn't want to go the rest of my life wondering what if, you know, it's one of those things where you want to really, and you're serious about country music in specific, you've got to live here. You just have to, everything you need is here. So yeah, we moved here and, you know, we did get hit by, we had a nice tornado and then, you know, everything else, but we're doing well and I've been doing what I can and shows are opening back up. So the green light is there. Hopefully it stays and, everything's looking up oh thank god if that was like all over the place that was like a big story and i feel like the timeline of it was no 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 no, no, that's perfect that was uh awesome i I like that answer i I really like the whole i like uh that uh your husband said uh we're not moving to nashville until you get that opportunity and it's just like all right i hold my beer you know (laughs) that is exactly what it was that's a perfect analogy because that's picture perfect of what it was and the cool thing about it is my producer now Luke Wooten he's that same producer that recorded me for my first time in Nashville when I was like 11 years old oh wow uh, yeah me- so he's, meant to be he's the producer on everything I've done so far we awesome. just have a really good he's just such an awesome guy he's a great friend oh great well um, yeah. we read that like in one interview that you did you stated that keeping country music country music is something that's always been important to me 
that uh, it's always been like you've always been drawn to like more like traditional country music that you've grown up with. So what is your take on like today's modern country music and how, like the differentials between like traditional country and modern country? Um, well, my, um, you mean like what are, what's my opinion on like country pop? Like yeah, basically? So a lot of country nowadays does sort of like get a lot of stick from people about like the likes oh, of, of course, of yeah, course. and it's not going to yeah. be everyone's cup of tea. And just from mm-hmm. that statement saying like traditional country was something that like that you could like resonate with and stuff. So like, what is your take on like the newer stuff, maybe the likes of like Florida Georgia line or like Thomas Rhett? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of all of them. I'm like one of those people where like I can listen to any genre of music. I mean, Frank Sinatra is one of my favorite artists. It just depends on the mood I'm in. As far as where my heart lays, it's not in the country pop. Um, that's just me personally. I'm more so that traditional sounding country versus the country pop. I'm, I'm trying to not go on that bandwagon because I feel as though that is the thing to do now with country music. It's not my cup of tea, like we were saying, but I still listen to it. And I'm yeah. totally like, I respect everybody that does it. Everybody's got their own path and it, it really is whatever suits them. And I, I'm supportive of all of it. It's just for me personally. Yeah, I feel, like it's my, swing, um, I feel like it swings and roundabouts. Like that old traditional country, me and Alex has talked about it, that it's going to like come back around. Yeah. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. like, there'll be another like time where you'll get the likes of like your Dolly Partons and like Gretchen Wilsons and stuff like that. And, right. and like that sort of genre of music will come back. And it already sort of has in Texas, but it's slowly it has, making yeah. its way to like Nashville now. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. And that brings up like, I'm sure sooner or later, y'all were going to ask this anyways. That's why one of my biggest inspirations is Miranda Lambert, because for that exact reason, like she sounds the exact same that she did over 10 years ago. And that to me is so inspirational because it just speaks to me in the sense she knows who she is. She's unapologetic. She has this vision and she's not going to change her vision according to what the industry says, like is, is mainstream. So, and I respect that. I really like that about her. That's brilliant. Um, I, I like how you said you, th- you thought we were going to ask about your inspirations later on. Mm-hmm. We actually discussed this when we were doing it. We said, we're not going to ask that question because we had a feeling in one of the questions you were going to just mention it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm the one doing all the talking. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want to ask us the questions? Uh, but, <laughs> um, but we were we were listening uh, to some of your music just before uh, this interview, and you have a very unique voice. With, like it's absolutely awesome. You've got all these kind of like different notes. Them, you sound like a lot of different artists that like kind of all in one. Is that something mm-hmm. that just kind of came like naturally? That is your voice, or did you work on that to have that unique kind of voice? I definitely is one hundred percent natural. I've never had like which I probably honestly should look into doing at some point, but I've never had like voice lessons or somebody essentially critique my voice and try to contort it in some way. Um, Honestly, I think another reason why I started singing country is because my voice was like, naturally I had this like country twang in it that just worked. And so I was like, okay, I think it's meant to be, I think this is, this is an omen. Yeah, no, definitely. And I wasn't going to fix it. So it was like one of those things that this is what comes natural. Like, and this is like what makes sense to me and feels right to me. Then yeah. 
it is what it is kind of thing. Definitely. It would be very interesting. You're just saying that if you had singing lessons, uh, like if I'm honest with you, I wouldn't like what you're doing, like your voice is like got such a like perfect uniqueness to it. It's, it's so different to most people. Um, so thank please you. don't change it. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I hope that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your voice is a little bit, mm, we'll call it unique. It's kind of different, you know? <laughs> well, thank you guys. Yeah. No, I don't plan on changing. I'm I plan on remaining I'm- true to, I'm glad I explained myself afterwards. Uh, Like like Alex was saying while listening to like one of your songs and one of my favorite songs of yours is uh, Fat, Drunk and Pregnant. Could you just talk us like through the meaning behind that and like maybe some of the, uh, like the reception it received from people? Uh, Okay. So Fat, Drunk and Pregnant was one of those songs where it was actually the first one I released when I got to Nashville. And the reason it was the first one I released was I wanted, I hadn't released anything in Nashville. I didn't really have a name for myself in Nashville at that point. So I was like, it's gotta be something that's going to set the foundation, right? That is going to be like, okay, who is this girl? Okay. This bad, drunk and pregnant. What is this? Something where they would listen to it once and it would give them like, okay, let's, let's hear more. Let's see what this girl's all about. I'm listening kind of thing. And so yeah, it's crazy. That was like two years ago. And we have a lot of new music coming too that I'm very excited about. So oh, that's well, me going on a tangent, probably answering another question that you have. Well, go, going back onto that uh, song of yours, is it like from the way that we took it, is it like a du- sort of a double standard, like that song yes. that you make it? So it was like sort of like from a about a man as well. Yeah. So it basically is just calling out the double standard that a lot of like women deal with on a day-to-day basis. It's extremely unapologetic. And it's kind of one of those things where you find in country music, like a genre as a whole, a lot of artists are kind of, it's this very wholesome genre, right? It's very wholesome. There's not a lot of like risky kind of things. It's very like, maybe don't go outside the box. And so for me, I was like, you know, this is really, it's just going there. It's going to that place that a lot of artists aren't necessarily going because I don't know for maybe they're scared to, or maybe they're scared, you know, what is, what are people going to think about it? Is it going to some way somehow, you know, cause whiplash on me, my image. And so for me, I was like, nope, this is going to set the foundation and pretty much everything after that just like started trickling down. And so uh, in the best way. Like not yeah. down, like out song yeah. wise. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it's exactly what you said. It was nothing more than really just calling out that double standard in a way that was like, I'm going to go there, take it or leave it. Awesome. <laughs> it's cause it's funny. Cause yeah. like you were saying, like artists that sort of like try to be outside the box and we like really love like up church at the minute and Trey Lewis like two people. Oh, I love of, Trey Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I actually just recently heard about him. Um, yeah, but yeah, so keep like going. Songs, I'm sorry. So, yeah, but like <laughs> songs like his, like you wouldn't necessarily hear them on the charts, but like the titles right. of the songs and what he sings about, just unbelievable. And it's like something different and that's what you want in like, like country music. It's just something yeah. new and fresh to come in and like grasp people's mm-hmm. attention. Right. Yeah. He's dicked down in Dallas. I was like, you know what? I love that he like went there and it did so well. And I think the reason why, once again, this is just my opinion, but because it's going somewhere, it's going to that place. That's like the naughty place. Like don't go there, like in country music. And because you are, it, it really does make it stand out. 
Yeah. More so. I mean, he's released that song and he's now got his name out. So people are now talking yeah. about him. And now anything that he releases, people will be like, well, that's Trey Lewis. I want to hear his new song. What's he singing about this right. time? And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. I know. He's doing great. As far as I can see, he's doing awesome. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. I think I agree with you guys in the sense that I hope that country music uh, is kind of making the turn going back towards what it was, per se, like 15 years ago. Because yeah. um, I love that. And I just hope that it does. And if it doesn't, for whatever reason, honestly, it doesn't make a difference because my stuff is still going to sound the same. Oh, so, yeah. That, well, that's so. why we're like an independent artists as well at the minute who sort of hasn't got people above them telling them what to do. And now you see loads of more like independent artists and record labels coming up. So they've got a more freedom on what they can put out rather than like with a mainstream record label. Yeah. Not saying that we tell them what right. to put on or do, but you know, right. just, just want to make that <laughs> yeah, clear. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you have to be different. If you're not different, then you're not going to get noticed. Like you're just going to get lost in the mix of everything. And the mix is big. Like, so if you're not doing something that makes you stand out, then I don't, I don't know. That's just my opinion. It's got to be something different. No, and it's a good opinion. We like it. Yeah. Um, So Going going on to a different song, you reached number one on Radio Disney Country, uh, which I love the name sound of that name, by the way. Um, yeah, twice with your single "Good Kind of Crazy." What was that yes. feeling like to be number one like twice with that? That must be awesome. Honestly, it's so wild because I remember growing up and listening to like Radio Disney on the radio and like begging my mom in the car to like turn on Radio Disney. And um, of course she did sometimes, but most of the time it was the now go. Um, thinking back on the feeling, it was more of shock. It took a while for it to sink in. And I almost want to say by the time it actually sunk in, like two weeks later, like it, so I got number one and I would say about two weeks later, I want to say give or take, I got number one again. So by the time it sunk in, I hit number one again. And I was like, what is happening? I was actually out to dinner with my producer um, and his wife. And he got the email and I was just like, oh my God. I was like, uh, can I have a drink waiter? Yeah. Waiters, please? I was just about to say, it's celebration. Yeah. Night. That's what it is. I'd be, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I can't even imagine yeah. what that feeling would be like. Be so yeah, cool. it was definitely a good feeling. I mean, to this day, it's still like crazy to think, but. It's it's awesome. It's a great feeling. I think when it initially happened, it it was more so shock. It took a while to sink in, and then it, like it sunk in, and then shock hit again. Yeah, so just gonna keep happening. Yeah, yeah um, exactly, exactly. There's gonna be more of that to come. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so just like I can see it there now, um, you've got a musical note of like a tattoo on your arm. Uh, what's like yes. the reason behind that? So I actually got this when I hit. Uh, number one on Radio Disney. And it's a trouble club. So it's basically all the high points like within my life. Um, it represents the high point of getting on the radio at that point, if yeah. that makes sense. And also to be completely honest, guys, I just wanted this tattoo for a really long time. And I needed something to give me the excuse to get it. So I can sit here all day and be like, oh yeah, it was so special because it meant all X, Y, and Z, you know, all this stuff. But really, I just needed an excuse to get you it and that it. gave me an excuse. Yeah, and I was like, hell yeah. So now when I hold a mic like this, people can see it and low key, it gives me the opportunity if somebody's like, oh, what's that mean? Oh yeah, that's when I got number one on the radio. Like, 
<laughs> what, that's a great conversation starter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've got, yeah, I, I got a tattoo of a wolf, and mine's quite similar. Like, if you why 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 a wolf? Um, because uh, they're they're loyal. They always got friends for like a pack with them. It's, I just yeah. wanted a wolf tattoo. You know, right, right. Uh, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm waiting for you, another opportunity to get another, but I I don't know what it would be. It would be small and dainty. It's the only tattoo I have, but I like that maybe the small and dainty ones. I mean, whatever. You only live once. Ex- yeah, 100%. I've actually got that tattooed as well. YOLO. Really? You have a double clap? No, no, I've got YOLO. Like, oh, you oh, only no. live once. <laughs> nice. Unfortunately. Nice. Uh, uh, if you've no, probably noticed on Blaine, he's got a few tattoos on him. Yeah, barely got any space left. Yeah. They, I think literally his neck upwards is the last bit on him. Yeah. Every parents won't hey. let that happen. Yeah. Hey, you do you. I mean, life is short. It's way too short to care what anybody else thinks. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to get my name put on somewhere, you know, bromance. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you won't. <laughs> yeah. No? No. <laughs> All right. Well, you guessed one of the questions before. Um, obviously, we're wanting to go on to what your plans for the rest of 2021. Uh, obviously, you've got some new exciting things coming up. What do you care to share? Yeah. So I'm going to spill the tea on y'all. Oh. So if you guys have checked out my newest release, Welcome to the Party. Um, you'll notice that a lot of the promotional content was like little snippets of videos. So, and the next, um, two weeks, I want to say it's two weeks. I don't have the date in front of me, but we're going to be releasing a full blown out music video for it. And it's my full first ever music video I've released. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and then for the rest of the year, it's not, it extends a little bit past the rest of the year, but I'm going to be doing a um, an album release. So I would say music video, I'll release that. And then after that, I'm releasing a new song, which I can't really talk too much about. Oh. Um, and then after that, I'm going to re- be releasing another new song, two other new songs. And then after that, I'm going to be releasing the entire album. So I think like tentatively it will fall around maybe spring of 2022 when I'll release the entire album, which will essentially consist of all my previous release releases. And then maybe like one or two unreleased songs, just as like an incentive. Um, But I don't know. There's a lot of stuff up in the air. We're still playing with it. But yeah, other than that, that and shows trying to keep shows on the books. Yeah. uh, Keep that ball rolling because honestly that is shows are the reason I, I'd like to say shows are the reason I do what I do because when I'm up on stage and I can make eye contact with somebody and establish like a relationship with a new fan, it is, I don't even have words to describe the feeling for it, but it is so reassuring in what I'm doing. And it just, it never gets old, like never gets old. I had a show on Saturday and one of the songs I do is, um, you guys know like what's up by four non blondes. Yeah. Yeah. So I threw that cover in there because I feel like everybody knows it. And I asked everybody to like flip on their flashlights, put their drinks up in the air and go back, like, you know, the whole nine yards. And they did. And I have not had that happen in almost like two years since I haven't been out performing, given everything. And it was just one of those things where I had to like stop in the middle of the song. And I held the mic and I was like, y'all have to finish. (laughs) Because it was just one of those moments where it just is a reminder. Okay. 
this, this is it. This is why I do what I do. Like, it's just, it's an amazing. And then when you get to meet people who just like look up to you, like in your music and they're just, I'm rambling on, but it's an unbelievable feeling that I can't put into words. No, we've had this discussion before. I cannot imagine the feeling being up on stage where you're singing your own song or doing a cover of a song and people are singing that back to you. Like they know your yes. song. Like, and you, like I can, I can only imagine you just stop singing and just let them do it. I mean, fair yeah. enough. They, or you they, forget the words and you're like, <laughs> here, yeah. you guys sing along. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the That's end of the day, it. they have paid to come see you sing it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a feeling that's not easily uh, put into words. But if you know it as an artist, we all know it. It's yeah. it's there. It's unbelievable. So will there be a music video for Welcome to the Party? Yes. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, and it's, uh, huh? that's such a good song. Like when I was saying that, Alex, it's such a song that you would listen to on a Friday night, just when you finished work in the car, windows down and just blaring it out, ready for the weekend ready for like yes. the shenanigans well i was listening to it in the car just like i went to go pick up blaine and uh like I, 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 that song just came on and just as he opened the car door it literally said welcome to the party and i was just like oh you opened that door at the right time <laughs> yeah no it's definitely a fun one my vision for it was really just to keep it um you know innocent but rowdy almost yeah uh, kind of like the same vibe as good kind of crazy, but it's obviously not as innocent because it's like bud heavy to the bud light and mentioned spirit. But um, it, it was so much fun, y'all. We so I decided to do a music video. Honestly, it was a little last minute. I was like sitting here and I was sitting with my producer and we were like going through um, the different uh, mixes we had made for it. And I, it hit me like when I say it hit me, it hit me like a wall. I was like, Luke, I was like. I see a janky ass pontoon boat with drinks, uh, you know, tacky blow up tubes. And I was like, we got to do it. And he was like, okay. He's like, put it all together and make it make sense to me and we'll do it. And so I was like, all right, give me 24 hours. And so I put everything together. I got everything in line and we did it. And it was so much fun. And the best part about it was we went out on um, one of the lakes nearby It's called old Hickory. And it has this one area that's called um, like two foot and you can like stand in it. And I knew that there would be other boats there. So it's like, it'll be perfect because we'll pull up. And then uh, these other boats, as soon as they see the cameras and stuff, they're going to want to, you know, join in and it'll be great for the video. I just got to make sure I have waivers for them to sign off on. Um, but it, it was a blast. It was like the epitome of like, when you listen to that song and it makes you like want to go out in water summer, like, go like party with your friends out in the summer, whether it's at the beach, on the water, or maybe at a barbecue, whatever it may be. I took that and brought that vision to life out, out on the pontoon. And it is something else. I'm so excited for y'all to see it. It'll oh, be good. That sounds Literally, like everything video. that you've just described there is the reason I love America so much and I like, visit it. Like I, I see myself as an American, like lake parties, <laughs> like red solo cups, just sort of koozies, yes. like ice coolers and going on the boats and stuff like that absolute dream that we don't have anything like that across here it's really yeah you guys don't have red solo cups not really and that it's really disappointing so what do you drink out of when you have like parties and you don't want to wash cups. your dishes cups. <laughs> like yeah oh, okay. that's Just it like like disposable cups like little like paper ones and like yeah. we try and play yeah. beer pong and you just knock them over 
like the Serla Cup song. It's such a good one. And uh, I don't know, just everything about America is unbelievable. Like White Claw, like we can barely get that across here. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a sucker for White Claw. Uh, Especially for like day drinking, it's perfect because it's like light, it's refreshing. Um, and you can drink it for like an extended amount of time and you're still it's fine. Like water, you're hydrating throughout the day. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Promoting yeah. drinking. <laughs> yeah. So what is y'all's like staple drink though? Because I would say White Claw over here is like, it's a pretty big staple. If you go out on the boat, it doesn't matter who you're going out with. You'll know they'll have White Claw. Yeah. What think, is that to y'all? I think Carling. It, like it's a lager. That is so, like the main. If I was out drinking all day here, I'd have to drink Bud Light. Like again, we've only had Bud Light for about two years in Britain. Yeah. Like so, hmm. Bud Light, Coors Light. I'm a Budweiser, um, just normal Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. I I drink beer occasionally. I'm more of a, a Corona lime when I do, um, but not so much. I like beer for like day drinking, not so much like in the evening, just because it, you know I'm a girl. It makes me bloated and all the whole nine yards. So I'm more of like evening time. I'm either red wine. If I'm sitting home, like watching a movie or whatever, or a bourbon or whiskey with maybe a splash of water, that's it. My body doesn't like sweet stuff. It just makes me feel super sick. Have you ever tried the uh, mixture of both of them? The Corona Salsa. Have you ever tried one of them ones before? Oh, I did. And I liked it. I definitely liked it. I think I liked White Claw more. It wasn't, uh, it was a little too sweet, but I think it depends on your palate because I have friends that like the Corona seltzer or the Bud Light seltzer because they think it's less sweet, but I, I would disagree, but that's just me. I think it I, depends on you. I love how this chat went into rate and alcohol. Yeah. So the, the, this is what you're going to do at the end of 2021 is get hammered. So <laughs> cheers to a great year. Too right. Well, um, we've got a few more questions, but these aren't ones that we've come up with. Um, earlier on, we posted on Instagram uh, saying that we were, you know, we were joined uh, by Tracy Lynn tonight. Is there any questions that anyone else wanted to ask you? Mm-hmm. Um, because let, let's be honest, it, it's boring, you know, just having us ask you questions. So we thought, well, we'll get some. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm fine with it. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> 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 we'll sharply find out, won't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> so this one is for like this is Megan. Um, so hi Megan. Um, hi Megan. <laughs> it is. What is your favorite place you've traveled and why? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, my favorite Be- place. Better than ours. Huh? <laughs> better than our questions. That. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. I kind of like it because it's outside of like music. It's not just music talk. It's more of like a who am I outside of my career? Um, I would say the craziest place I've ever traveled to was on my honeymoon and I booked it on, do y'all have Groupon? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I booked this sucker on Groupon for so cheap. And we, uh, went to the Maldives. Are y'all familiar with that? Yeah. Yeah. We went to the Maldives, uh, granted since it was through Groupon, our flights were not the best. As far as like, I think it took us like 35 hours to get there. But once we were there, it was um, unlimited food, unlimited alcohol. We had one of those huts that uh, went out over the water. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, you know, they have like, have you guys seen pictures of like Bora Bora, how they have those yeah, long Yeah, I've, I've seen the ones from water. Sri Lanka as well. They look amazing. Yeah, so yeah, the Maldives, obviously, you know, this is right off the coast of Sri Lanka. Yeah. So 
it uh it was insane and some people were like oh it's just like the caribbean right no the culture the food even like the aquatic life alone their fish were wild looking like i swear they had horns coming out of them like it was crazy they were um, called piranhas <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't see any of those. Those aren't, are that, are those in that body of water? I probably sound <laughs> no, ignorant. No, they're not. I just, I'm not, I'm not going to scare you. No, they weren't. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Didn't see those, but I did see um, a lionfish. You guys know those fishes that are like brown and they have the spikes coming all out of them. Yeah. And they're like very, very poisonous. Wow. So I saw one of those. It's a little startling. Um, yeah. But we would just go snorkeling right off our back porch and the food, um, a lot of it was like very uh, like Indian based, a lot of curries because it is right off the coast of Sri Lanka, but I love that. And I thrived yeah. with that. My husband, uh, he ordered, he had custom um, ordered tater tots every morning. They knew we were American. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Literally we went in there and he, the waiter would be like, he'd walk, it was like a buffet style and he would have his tater tots ready because they didn't actually serve them. Uh, but I, I mean, I got some too. There's no judgment there. <laughs> But yeah, it was amazing. Everything was great. And it was kind of cool because the island, the Maldives is like a cluster of different islands, all of which, well, I can't say all of which, but the one that we were on, the entire resort consumed the entire island. So there was no like going off the beaten path. It was all safe. It was like very safe. Anywhere you were at any given point, there's a staff member around. It wasn't, um, there wasn't anything like, you know, if I wanted to walk home by myself, I, I could. There wouldn't have been any question or doubt there. Oh, so it's really nice. And I would highly recommend people to go there if they can. Yeah. Well, hopefully one day, I, I, like, I would love me and my partner to go across uh, there, not Blaine, that, like my actual partner, just to, yeah. <laughs> just to clarify. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I would say that's number one. And then my second place would probably be Italy. But I didn't really get to see Italy as much as I wanted because we we're like on a set tour. So we went from like Florence to Venice to Rome. Um, and there are a few other places. And it was great, but it was like really exhausting. because it, it was a tour and it was like, okay, 7 a.m. wake up. Yeah. We're going to uh, Tuscany today kind of thing. But it was great food. I will say, though, food wise, the best food I've ever had. And I've been to a lot of places is New York City. Not in the city touristy area, but like outside of that, some of the more local places, like the best food. Oh, sounds awesome. Well, Sean wants to know if you could attend one concert um, with any artist, whether they were like dead or alive, who would it be and why? Uh, attend, like just attend the concert or like perform with them or just like go I just, to just, it. just go to it, like just attend it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I would probably, so it would be a repeat. I went to about three, three or four years ago, Joan Jett and Hart went on tour together and it was the best. I'm a very, very big, I like Joan Jett and Hart fan, like rock. I love rock. I wish, I think it's like coming out of hibernation right now. It's coming back onto the charts, but I went to that concert about three or four years ago and I would like get ready right now and go tonight if I had the opportunity. It was a phenomenal concert. Um, so I would say that one, Joan Jett or Hart, separately or together. I'll take either one. We'll say together. Yeah, There's one support and then yeah, together. Yeah. Headlining. Yeah. Both headlining. Yeah. Put them on stage together. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you for that one, Sean. Um, and then we have Steph wants to know what your favorite box set is on TV at the moment. Or my favorite one boxer? that you've watched. Uh, box set, not boxes. Um, 
you know, um, TV show. That would have been oh, so much okay, easier okay. if I just I'm said like, that. Y'all are gonna have to tell me what a box set is. Yeah, sorry, British. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, that's a good question because I have no idea. I really don't want watch a lot of TV shows. Um, I can recommend. I really those. like Orange Is the New Black. That's like one of my. I really like that Brilliant. one. So good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Other than that, I don't really, I don't really watch that many. T- oh, okay. I really like American Horror Story. That's oh. a good one too. But I don't really have a favorite, to be honest. Just and even ones. those, I don't like steadily watch. I kind of like watch an episode and then I like will lose interest for whatever reason. And oh, then I, I'm a binger. I, oh, I, I was going to say, are you a binger? Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. one of those. Uh, when I find something yeah. I like to watch, um, I'm just like, right, okay, good night. And then I'm up all night just watching this. Um, yeah. I have a lot of friends that are like that. I am not like that. I'm the same with like reading. Like I have all these books and I like start reading like the first few chapters. And as soon as like I catch myself like rereading the same paragraph just to absorb it, I'm like, okay, time for bed. <laughs> it's tiring. That, see, that's yeah. why I that's why I prefer TV. You just you absorb it <laughs> just with your eyes, like and listening and stuff like that. I just yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to get an excuse not to read, but and just yeah. one more. So Airplane don't get me wrong, there. I'm not a big reader. No, not <laughs> no, a big I reader. I, <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've read a book since school. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a skimmer. Oh, wow. Like I'll skim through it and I really like to look at the pictures, but yeah. Is it pop up? <laughs> That's just open it up and pictures come out. That that's the books yeah. I like. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so April wanted to know if you if like music wasn't your career, what would you be doing? Oh. I would be doing something with cooking. Right. I love to cook. That's probably my second uh passion is cooking. I actually contemplated on once I grow my following even more um to release like a cookbook. Because I lo- I literally love cooking. I I think it's its own art. It's a form of art in itself, and I really like to do it in like a healthier way, um, if I can. But yeah, definitely that. My husband's a big fan too. <laughs> what's uh, What's your specialty dish? Um, I so would say many. I make a damn good chicken marsala. Oh, sounds lovely. Yeah, that's really good. Um, a there's a few. Just depends. Uh, Blaine bakes. I'm a I, like for my job. Like for the bit I do, I I cook, so I'm like, uh, I do like loads of baking and stuff at work, and uh, and then like I'm a personal trainer at the minute, so like they really go <laughs> hand in hand. Like bake right. cakes one day, train someone the next day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can say the same. Performing on stage one day at home, like chef by night. Yeah, <laughs> but, such a rewarding yeah. job. Like I, I, I fix cars, so I'm fixing cars during the day, sleeping by night. So <laughs> I, I I don't have the second bit. Hey, every we've got our own hustle it's cool <laughs> i'm a great sleeper so <laughs> binger that's a tv binger that's my second thing it can be a profession hey there you go i'm glad you agree uh chasey thank you so so much uh for answering all these questions now i've got a game for you just to finish okay. off with and uh it's called rapid response have you ever heard of it I have not, but my brain is not good at working at rapid responses, but we will see. I will be honest with you. Everyone we've done this with has never given a rapid response. So it 
it, okay. it, should, just be, it should just be called response. Um, okay. I've got, I can do that. <laughs> it, it, it's 10 questions with two options, and I just need one of them from you. Just the first okay. thing that pops into your head. If you can okay. do this rapid, it would be awesome. But I will warn you, there is a couple of hard ones uh, in there. Okay. Especially, especially the you last You see me question. biting my nails? I'm like biting my nails. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like okay, probably... I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so, one. Virginia or Nashville? Nashville. Oh, straight in there. Small hall venue or festival? Festival. Lake or beach? Beach. White claw or beer? White claw. No, both. They're even. (laughs) If it's a Corona or white claw, I'm going to pick a Corona. Whatever's the first thing in the fridge. Uh, (laughs) A Corona. I'm going to grab a Corona first. Uh, If if it's uh, got a percentage, happy days. Um, Yeah, exactly. uh, Trucks or muscle cars? Trucks. Cowboy boots or high heels? Cowboy boots. A night in or a night out? Both. Preferably a night in, but if it's, it, it depends. I'm more of like a homebody. Yeah, I'm the same. I like that. A cowboy hat or baseball cap? Both. Can I do both? <laughs> I mean, so far you've done it with two or three of them, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm letting you have them. Because to be uh, honest with you, you're, you're making this so rapid that I'm just more impressed okay. than anything. Well, I'm going to plot twist you. A trucker hat. Neither. A trucker hat. <laughs> do you guys know like it's kind of like this shape it's kind of like yeah. the aggressive yeah, yeah like I've... those are those are probably my favorite go-to like it all right we'll trucker hat then um okay what do you fear most snakes or spiders mm, i don't really feel fear either of them but i would say probably a spider because you don't really see that half the time they get you in the middle of the night well I'm absolutely petrified of spiders, so thank you for saying that, Oscar. <laughs> I'm just go to bed tonight and that's, that's me done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's when you wake up with like spider bites. Like at least a snake, like sometimes you can like see it, but a sna- spider's like it's like more sneaky. I don't I've know. Snakes never had are pretty a bite off a spider. We don't even have any poisonous spiders in the UK, so oh really we have them and like half of them are like very small so you wouldn't even see them but we also have snakes uh that blend in with the ground and will bite you before you even know they're there so they bet they're pretty bad are you Um, in nashville or australia (laughs) (laughs) well okay so my brother is like very out i grew up on like almost 15 acres of property and i was like one of those kids that i grew up outside like I was not inside I would I didn't even have a tv in my room I wasn't allowed so I was like outside like when I say like I was playing in the woods like I was literally playing in the woods <laughs> uh so I grew up like learning about these things and about snakes like my brother had three snakes at one point and woke up one morning and they were all missing and we ended up finding them their skeletons like a while like much later but I think it's a matter of like what you grow up, what, what you're used to. It's like people with dogs. Sometimes people that don't like dogs a lot of the time when they don't like them, it's because a, they weren't brought up with them or B they had a bad experience with them. Literally so, the scariest thing we have in this country is a cow, you know, what? <laughs> that's okay. the most dangerous. Oh yeah. Or a badger. Like, the most dangerous animal is a cow. You know, it moves at you. That's it. You're dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> just don't let them fall on you. If you go cow tipping. Yeah. Which I've yeah never exactly. done. <laughs> I hope yeah. no one's ever went cow tipping before. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
never tried that. And, uh, I'm, I'm not going. So I've, I've yeah. what, one more for the rapid response. Okay. <laughs> right? Are you ready for this? This is the final one, and yes. uh, it it, sh- it should be an easy one for you. Okay. I'm expecting an answer, mind with how quick these have been going. Yeah. Who do you prefer, Alex or Blaine? Oh God, I prefer um, for a challenge. UK. It's for a challenge. So <laughs> honestly, it is for a challenge. Uh, so literally, everyone else has given like honest opinions. Um, I, you know, I, I like I, you both for your different re- for di- completely different reasons. I feel like you both have very different personalities, and you, you both ask them up, very though, who had different them questions. <laughs> I'm taking both. I like you both. I like Countrified UK. How about there? There's my answer. Yeah. T- we'll take the draw. Take Do you know we, we've taken think- a we've taken a lot of draws? There's only been a, two people who have answered that. Uh, the first ever person <laughs> said Blaine, and I'm not going to lie, I died a little inside. Um, oh, did you? I think you guys do really well together. You feed off of each other. Your energy is like it bounces back. There wasn't any. I've been in you know, interviews before where there's like these awkward silences and it's like, do I talk? Do they talk? What's going to happen? You guys do really well, you know, the flow. And I feel like we'd all hang out. We'd get along really well. Oh, well, if you want to fly us out there, that, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in your new yeah. music video. Yeah. Next time y'all are in Nashville, let me know and hopefully I'll have a show. Not and I'll buy them. y'all some beer. Uh, not with all them snakes and spiders you got out there. That's put me off. <laughs> I mean, I'll be there for just the solo cups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll awesome. send you home with some solo cups. <laughs> yeah, a solo cup and what just, are they? Like the base pro cups? You know, the oh. fishing cups? Oh, yeah. I don't have those cups, but I have a lot of those hats. Yeah, like that's the what we have. Like yeah. Those are trucker hats. Do y'all yeah. have that like terminology by y'all? Do you use like trucker hat? It's like... Yeah, like truck thing. cups. But like they sort of got the mesh bit on the back. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. But if we bought like... So if we bought one of them bass ones, like they're about 50, 60, 70 pounds to get. Which is probably about a hundred dollars. Why do you guys? Okay, so you guys don't have Bass Pro Shops then over there? No, no. And then we have to get them like imported across, and then people like up the price, shipping everything like that. And I'm sure they're only about like five dollars or something like that. Yeah, they're literally five dollars. But if the demand is high, then they're going to crank up the price because they can. Uh, but yeah, so that's another reason you guys have to come to Nashville. I can send you home with solo cups and a few Bass Pro Shop hats. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll, send, I'll send Blaine across. We're easily pleased. Yeah, yeah. you know, just <laughs> going over to Nashville because I we want a hat and, and a cup. Yeah, and, and, and some white claw. Don't forget the white claw. I gotta get you some of those too. Oh, if it's got a percentage, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just before you go, can I ask you to say one phrase? Don't worry, it's not bad. <laughs> like we're we're off the rapid response questions now. You don't have to pick. Um, mm. Would you mind saying uh, so? Basically, just kind of say you're Tracy Lynn and uh, you're listening to Countryfied UK. And that yeah, would be of course. Awesome. So I'll let you do yeah, that. Yeah, just tell me, tell me when. Um, well, I'll do it. Just do it now. I really like because I. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. Uh, should I say thanks, y'all, before or should I just whatever happens, happens? Whatever happens, happens. I love just going okay. with the flow. I love when things just don't go to plan and it just. Yeah, okay. Okay. Thanks y'all for listening and thank you so much Countrified UK for having me. Once again, my name is Tracy Lynn. Mm, that's awkward. That kind of cut dry. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Actually, I like that. That that was that okay. was actually that was perfect. So thank you, okay. Tracy Lynn, and we will speak to you hopefully soon with uh, all the new stuff coming up. Yeah, hell yeah, I love it. Stay stay up to date. I got a new song dropping in like. 
four, not even four weeks, like three and a half weeks. And then I have one the music video and then the next song. So I hope you guys love it. You'll have to give it a listen. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for taking your time to speak to her. And yeah. uh, we'll speak to you in Soon. the future. All right. Bye, Blaine. Bye, Alex. Bye. See it. I like how she said Blaine, then Alex. Yeah, she said that uh, quite often. It should be Alex and Blaine. A before B. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that was awesome though. Um, thank you so much, Jason, for uh, coming on. Um, but those rapid response questions, like it was like pow, pow, pow. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, stopped on a few of them, but uh, that's the fastest one we've had, apart from mine. Mine has been the fastest so far. Mm, I don't um, know. I think Tracy Lynn's was the fastest. No. Yeah. No chance was it. I was literally nearly every single one straight out with it. Get away. Um. But no, uh, what I love about Tracy Lynn is that she's she's a big dreamer. Like, she's got all these, this is what I want to do. And she's like, and I'm going to do it. It's not a case of, I would like to do this. I would like to do that. It's, yeah, I'm going to do this. It, it's so cool. I just liked that. Uh the story of when she said she was like recording a new music video she was down on the like on the lake on like a pontoon and stuff like that and then just seen like these other birds and went across and was like you guys want to be in a music video (laughs) (laughs) yes sign this waiver (laughs) i just love that uh that like you know as uh, as she said uh, we're going to be in the next video I really hope I someone does follow through with that. Though. I know, that'd be so cool. Imagine it, just like, oh yeah, if you guys want to come out there. Uh, Our acting lessons can go in the use of that. Finally. Finally. You know, my parents, our parents paid all that money for us to go to drama school and, look, you know, just not getting put to use. Yeah, well, it does get put to use when I phone in sick at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I'm not well. I'm not very well. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dramatic. Oh, my day. My day. It's been it's been hard. I should be in a drama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shakespeare. And we also have another big dreamer on the podcast today called Alex. Hey, big dreamer. Right. So, Blaine, we have country news. Take it away. So, well, this week, absolute load seems to be going on in the country news. Like, every week. There's always something happening, but this week just seems like there's a lot more than normal. So first off, I think a congratulations has to be uh, given to Granger Smith and his wife, Amber, on the birth of their new baby son. Um, I love the name that they've called him. They've named the son Maverick Beckham Smith. Get in. What an awesome name that is. good name. Not just Maverick, but Beckham as well, like Maverick Beckham Smith. It's got such a ring to it. So if cool. that child is not a star, I'll eat my heart. <laughs> like with a name like that, you need to be a star. Yeah, big big time. So massive congratulations on that one. Um, unfortunately, some sad news again this week. Oh, it seems to be happening more so than not. But um, yesterday reports came out that country music singer-songwriter Tom T. Hall had died at the age of 85. Uh, reports came from his son, Dean Hall, uh, about his father's death. And uh, he was like at his home in Tennessee. So thoughts go with uh, Tom Hall's family. Nice age though. That, that's yeah. A, and good life, I bet. It's good, good I end hope, is that. I hope. So, yeah. and he's done a lot, a lot of stuff in like the country music and like, had a successful career. And yeah. so, with all, right. all the reports that were going about, he seemed like a really solid, like 
genuine person as well. So again, thoughts with his friends and family on that one and prayers and yeah. Um, so Lane Hardy, uh, winner of American Idol a couple of years ago, uh, has announced his new debut album, uh, Here's to Anyone. It features 11 songs, which uh, two of them are wrote by the like former American Idol winner. Um, and also he's set to make his Grand Old Opry debut on August the 28th. Ooh. So some big, big times for Lane Hardy there. I'm looking forward to that performance and seeing what his new albums are in some yeah. of his tracks because he was awesome on that American Idol. Um, Florida Georgia Line are in the news this week as well as they have cancelled their entire fall tour the uh, I Love My Country tour. Oh, no. And it was due to begin in Orlando on September the 24th. And it was featuring support from none other than Russell Dickinson <gasps> and Lauren Helena. No. But uh, COVID has changed all that. Like, oh, um, it, This new variant that's going around America, the Delta variant is just sweeping the country. And it's affecting loads of singers again, like not being able to go on these massive tours because... It's different to us, but they go on massive stadium tours, festival tours and whatnot. So a lot of their income is through tours. So hopefully oh, that sucks. So hopefully this uh, de- uh like variant isn't around too long and hopefully life can resume again and people can start making a living. Um Travis Tritt, however, um the legendary country star, it says that the vaccine like requirements are discrimination and long live freedom. He hopes to stand up and hopes other will stand up with him to fight against basic human rights. So he's come out and he's like really against the vaccine, saying oh, it's being pushed against people on their own, like not like it's being forced upon them pretty much. And um, I know in the UK, like nearly like the whole population's pretty much had it. I know a few people are still like cautious about having it, but mm. Across in America, it seems like no one really wants to have it, and it's starting to become like a requirement. I've seen like airlines forcing staff to have it. Well, it's massively contagious. Like it is. I yeah. mean, I can see both sides of the argument. I've had both vaccines. I know you have, as like many people in the UK. But it's just basic. Like I don't like needles, but I had to get it done just solely to uh, get life back on back on the road again well yeah i mean it's it's not like people are being forced to do it if you don't want to do it that's fine but you know you can't expect to then go out and uh well that leads and spread yeah well that's it that leads because like the more people that get vaccinated that like hopefully the less of the spread there is yeah. so tours like florida georgia line exactly. could then we'll go, go on. on could then potentially go on but um, i mean at the end of the day that, that's you know fair one it's his opinion completely yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's your not body agree, yeah it's, it's not your body you with, choose but. if you want to have it or not but um yeah. so yeah but he's starting like a revelation like and i've heard many people many stars that's pushing people towards it but however that's just travis tritt's opinion yeah. i um, mean my 5g signal has gone out of this world since i had yeah. it it's awesome spoons and like loads of magnet stuff keep going to my arm and that like, <laughs> just flying across the room and that <laughs> <laughs> strange enough though i keep getting calls from the government as well <laughs> uh, and finally in the news this week um tim mcgraw is in it once again he's been in it for the past couple of weeks but uh he is now rehearsing for his new role in a new tv show 1883 uh tim uh-huh. is playing a character called james dutton on the paramount plus show which is set to premiere on december the 19th yep. and it also stars kevin costner and faith hill oh wow 
So looking forward to that. No, um, a couple of country that. singers in there and like Kevin Costner, like massive big oh, star. Yeah, huge. Um, and it's set like back back in the day. So it should be a it should be good that. But that's pretty much it for the country news. Um oh, I've got a couple of new releases of music to announce. Oh, um cool. music that me and Alex have listened to this week and like every week it's just what we recommend like having to listen to. So the first one is Kane Brown's new song, One Mississippi. Um, Keith Urban's new song Wild Hearts uh, Lady A uh, Where Would I Be um, Old Dominion All I Know About Girls um, Which for you Blaine is not much Ha 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 Sam Williams and Dolly Parton have got a song called Happy All The Time uh, Runaway Clap June hands. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Runaway June have a song called T-Shirts and um, Trace Atkins has got a song called Got It Down. And my pick of the week is Chris Jansen's new song called Buy Mum, which if anyone's actually heard it, it's such a good song, but so sad. It's about like the death of his mum and stuff oh, like that. So no. it's... Um, it's it, the, the best thing about those kind of songs is it, like, it is a like, really horrible thing, but like... I think sometimes when you put your heart and soul into something that you care about, like that's when the best music comes out. Yeah. But we, once again, that you know, not the best inspiration to have, I bet, but No, yeah. but I suppose there's plenty of like feelings that you could write like yeah. that song about and, and if that, again, if that helps with the grief and yeah, yeah, that's it. And not only that, but like there'll be many of people who's went for well, everyone pretty much goes through that situation. So I'm sure that song will probably help people out mm. now, in the future, people who's like been in like dealt with that in the past so yeah so definitely but uh definitely check them songs out but i pick of the bunch out of them is chris johnson's by mum happy days so so blaine it's challenge time challenge part two so this time we're gonna do it but i'm gonna make it a little bit harder because well I need to. I need to win. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of being in uh, last place. Um, so, two truths and a lie. And do you know what? This this week, I'm going to let you go first, Blaine, because I'm nice that way. Yeah, no worries. Um, so, two truths and one lie. Uh, going first. Right. So, the t- title of this one I've put as, What Was I Obsessed With As A Child? tiles mm-hmm. so as a child I knew all the planets and everything about them mm-hmm. number two as a child every time I saw a fire engine I would go crazy because I was obsessed with the fire brigade okay. number three I was like obsessed with castles and medieval stuff when I was younger and any time I was in the car with my parents and I seen a castle they would have to pull over so I could go out and go inside and have a look Right. Which was the, so, which two are true and which one is a lie, Alex? Well, I'm just going to go for the lie because I can't be bothered with the truth. Um, I think you're not smart enough to know about planets. I barely think you know about the one you're on now. So I'm going to go straight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just going to go straight into that one and say that's a lie. Nah, fire engines. Oh, no. You look like the kind of guy who would literally go <laughs> mental about any kind of siren Any blue flashing lights. Yeah. Um, like, 
<laughs> like a seizure. Like you just go absolutely mental. Like that, wow. I was so confident that it was going to be the planets. No, I used to have books on planets when I was younger. You could ask us like which was the biggest, which one was the furthest away from the sun, stuff like that. Like you what, are the names. Which one is the biggest? I honestly I couldn't tell you now. It's Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. Used to be obsessed with uh, Pluto. Why? I don't know. Because it was the just name of Mickey Mouse's dog. Ju- no, just just the name, like Pluto. It's fun to say. And it used to be really small. Oh, God. How how was that not the... Oh, right. Okay, my Don't turn. ask me, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> For a minute, we've, we've got an old first school. Go ask my mum. My mum will tell you. <laughs> right, okay. Well, do you know what? Speaking of which, I'm going to go family on mine. Family? Yeah. So what my uh, what my parents, siblings and all that are called. So my parents are called Stephen Leslie. My brother is called Matt and my sister is called Jill. Who is not called the right name? Your brother. Why do you think that? Because oh, I think I know. Okay. What do you think he's called then? I don't. I- can't remember his name. All right. Well, are you 100% sure on that? Because I will give you the answer. <sighs> Two seconds. Go on. I know your mum's called Leslie. Right. And I know your sister's called Jill. Okay. I can't remember what your brother's actually called, because that could be a trick question, and I don't know what you... Yeah, I'm going to go with brother. Oh, you are correct. His name's Mark. <laughs> Mark, that's it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to, like, I genuinely thought I was going to twist your mind out of there. Uh, that's close, though. That was close. Right. You know, I just added that in for suspense. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I bet you did. Okay, so, has this one got a title as well? Um, Just a child. Blaine as a child. Oh, God. So not really much change now. No, I was going to say it's the same. So when I was a child, I used to have two fish and I called them rhubarb and custard. Rhubarb? Rhubarb. Instead of rhubarb. Well, I, rhubarb. Rhubarb. What? Were you trying to say rhubarb? Like, you know, like the vegetable or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, rhubarb. Yeah. Not rhubarb. <laughs> My accent, man. He's learned. not an accent. <laughs> Oh my god. Right. Number two. <laughs> uh I cracked my head open pretending to be a Power Ranger on the plug socket. Yeah, I can see that. And number three, when I uh when I used to go to the beach as a kid, I used to go hunting for jellyfish to kill them. Uh you are a bit of a psychopath, so <laughs> killing animals at a young age is literally a sign of that. Um so that could be true. You hitting your head off a plug socket, pretending Explains to be a, a Power Ranger. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't lick your finger and put it in the socket. Um, and the first one, rhubarb and custard, considering you can't even say it, that would be pretty much true as a child. I can imagine you calling it rhubarb and custard. Um, so I'm going to, like, I, I'm going to go hitting your head off a plug socket. It's the lie? Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, I then used to go hunt for jellyfish. Oh, see, I thought that was going to be the truth because I thought that's the kind of sick thing you would add in there. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, I don't really like beaches, to be fair. Um, yeah, I've got a ball patch on the back of my head, uh, cracked it open. So I was dressed as the red... Pa- well, I think I was the red Power Ranger. It was definitely red afterwards. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> uh, just blood. And I was, like, spinning around like Mr. Bean, like, like doing circles, like, just going around. And then, like, I was really dizzy. And then I, like, fell over and, like, whacked the back of my head off, like, the corner of a plug socket. And I need to go and get stitches. And then uh, I've got a proper bald patch at the back of my head now. So anyone at Blackpool, if you want to get a picture taken with uh, the Power <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> with Blaine's bald patch. <laughs> oh, um, okay, are you ready? Number yes, two. I am. Um, okay, if we're, if we're going off titles, this one is My Work Life. Ooh. So, number one. I used to work on a boat as a trawlerman. I completed a mechanics three-year course in less than two weeks. And I trained for a job for the fire brigade, but failed when I was 19. Ooh. I'm going to say the Burt one's a lie. How sure? Sure. So sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with that one because I really don't know. <sighs> well, that one is actually true. Right. Uh, I worked on a boat for a little while, but unfortunately I was violently seasick <laughs> and uh, had to quit. Um it was, I've never trained for a job to be in the fire brigade. No? No. Uh, I would have said that would have been my second one, because I know you're a mechanic, and I know you've done, like, courses and that, but it was between them two, and, yeah. yeah. No. It could Ooh. have been either or. Okay. So I've won two, and you've got one point, so. Okay. So I need to get this one to be. So this is, again, like, playing as a child. So you get a nose a bit better. So number one, I used to play the violin. Number two, I was sent to the head teacher in first school for pouring milk into the fish tank. Mm -hmm. And number three, I've actually had a poem published in a book before. Um, I'm going to say milk in the fish tank. True. For God's sake. I've never played the violin. Oh, you look like someone who would, because you've got such light, langy fingers. I've got long fingers, like, but they're like sausages. Like, they're thick as anything. Yeah, but you can hit the notes better with that. Um, I only ever played the guitar. And, and I say then. play the guitar. I use that term very loosely. I was going to say, like... <laughs> I strum the guitar. Um, yeah. Uh, I was... And me and my best friend in, like, reception. Um, yeah, we're, you know how you used to get milk bottles at yeah. school like at like break time well we took the lids off them and like men and went to the sign just pulled it into the fish tank and like um i was in the head teacher's office like every other day with me and my friend and yeah i had i wrote a poem about david beckham and it got published in a book i've still got the book mm. it was awful <laughs> so alex i've got three out of three there you've got uh go on no you didn't get three out of three you failed on the la- like on one. Oh, no, no, sorry. I, I, as in I've, you, oh, yeah, I've got sorry. like three points. I, was say, I haven't done my last one, which is pointless now anyway because I've lost. Go on. All right, here we go. So I had an opportunity to be in a commercial filmed in Spain when I was younger. I've ran the Great North Run three times, and the first song I learned on guitar was Wonderwall. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know you play the guitar. Yeah. Wonderwall is a pretty relatively 
interesting song, and I reckon you can play that. Mm-hmm. I know you've run the Great North Run. Mm-hmm. I know you've run it twice. I'm going to say three times, and I'm looking at two medals there. And the first one... What's my third one? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, and you could potentially could have been in an advert. Yeah. Um, I'm not... I'm not really too certain if you uh because you said you did acting classes, so I don't know if that came in with that. But for the sake of it, I'm gonna say number one has a lie. Um well once again my great acting skills came into play there when I was pretending to look for that third medal. I've only ever run it twice. I thought you had. <laughs> and I, I was like looking at two medals there. As soon as you said that, I was like, Oh, I've got to play this cool, so I pretended to look for the third one. No, I was. Uh, I had an opportunity when I was in uh, drama school to uh, film uh, in Spain for a commercial, but it just um, the, the whole thing just fell through, so it didn't uh, go through. It's sad that it didn't materialise. I can just imagine you, yeah, a little child star, being a proper diva on Gracias. set. Gracias. Being a proper diva on set. Where is my water? <laughs> this water is not ice cold. <laughs> this is tepid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that off? That's off Faulty Towers, right? <laughs> is it? <Sorry. laughs> He's like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, that's uh, well that's done. good. That like I enjoy doing them, um, and I'm pleased like people's ask for that again because uh, I'm not good. enjoying doing it. I failed again. It's four two. Four two. That that uh, that forfeit's looking ever so slightly in your favour. Mm-hmm. Well. In that case, I'm going to have to leave it there. And I'm just going to say my goodbyes now while you introduce uh, this uh, artist for their song and what it means. So, guys, thank you so much uh, uh, for listening. And uh, since we haven't mentioned them just yet, but Rockstar Bingo, if you want to get along and play their games, um, including ours when we eventually get uh, up and running, you can use a promo code code, uh, Bingo. And you get 25% off the pro plan. And please follow us on Instagram at Countryfied UK and uh, look for our YouTube uh, channel and subscribe. Um, we react to different videos and we've got some good ones up at the moment. Um, so once again, guys, thanks for listening. And that's Alex out. Yeah, well, guys, this week, um, as Alex mentioned earlier, our independent artist of the week is Dixie Long from Scotland. Um, she sent her song in called Having a Real Good Time and it's from her album Apple Tree um, the information she gives about the track she says the track I have chosen for you to play out is Having a Real Good Time I'm a huge fan of Patsy Cline and I wrote the song as a kind of modern take on her song Come On In um, I say modern but really the song is quite traditional in its style however much more raucous in nature than the Patsy tune that inspired me it's a good old-fashioned barnstormer. I love that kind of country, and I wanted to write a song that was fun to perform, and that would be great to dance to. Uh, and I hope you guys like it. Um, like me and Alex were saying before, unbelievable song. As you said, it's it's one that gets you up and dancing, and it is very sort of traditional-style country. So hope you guys like it. Be make sure to check her out on Instagram. Um, on YouTube, Spotify, anywhere where you can find the music. It's great. And I uh, reckon she's going to be leading Britain uh, in country music. So without further ado, let's get into the song and thank you once again for listening. <laughs>